that's why they call me Jumping Jack Flash 2. Flashening. Slash the jumping. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podquisition. I almost said Podtoid for some reason. I don't know why I <gasps> no, keep accidentally heathen, doing that. Heathen, I'm picturing, Jim. I'm picturing you jumping around flashing now as well, Jim. Get back in your time machine, Jim. Go back to whatever year it was you did Podtoid. The 1800s? It was ages ago. <laughs> I'm yep, picturing you jumping around, jumping the, around the swingers party. In a like in an old eyes wide shut style job, and you're like everyone knows you as like flashing Jack. That'd be pretty it's good your, as it's well. It's your cause... job to run around and randomly flash all the guests. Because because as you say, I'm jumping as well, and if I'm doing jumping jacks while fully nude, I mean fully nude, right? Yeah. I mean that would be. I think it would take on its own form of beauty. In the same way that Dark Souls is beautiful in its architectural design. I mean, architecturally, it's a ravaged, wrecked ruin of a husk. But there's something oddly compelling and historic about it. And that is how I view my own naked body. Um, especially when it's doing jumping jacks. And it's, um, also, also, it's yeah. also regularly, constantly very hard. Yes. Just yes, like it your is. body. I tune out for like two seconds and all I'm hearing <laughs> is you talk about naked jumping jacks and being constantly hard. And I'm like, look, I bet there was context to this. I prefer this the way I heard it because I was just like, oh, I gotta deal with this email. I'll be like two seconds. Oh, Jim naked and hard. Oh, okay, okay. Basically, I can, Jim I can is, work with this. Jim is the Dark Souls of Eyes Wide Shutters. Yes. <laughs> He will one day be overcome. We will, we will uh, overcome him. Or... <laughs> uh-huh. Stanley Kubrick's final movie was going to be a documentary about Jim. You know what really sucks, though? Um, first of all, hello, Laura. H- Eyes hello. wide shut. Hello, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I'm alive still. My new job has yet to defeat me. <laughs> Excellent. And Gavin, who is he's still uh, quite fixated on Eyes Wide Shut, uh, how are you today, Gav? I'm all right. I was just going to say when you said, you know yeah. what sucks, I was going to be like the sexual chemistry between Tom Cruise oh, and Nicole Kidman. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yes, yes. Very unfortunate. Anyone who is near Tom Cruise, I guess. Um, I don't know the man. Uh, I'm sure he's lovely, if a little offbeat. Um, what what show is this? This is Podquisition, isn't it? Hello, everyone. This is the video yeah. games this, one. Yes, this is, this is, this is the video is the games one, that, one. This is the one that lots of people listen to, as opposed to the one that not as many people listen to, but a lot of people shout about as if more people used to listen to it. It's it's the one I that gotcha. actually gets listened to. Right, right. I... Uh... Uh... Wow. Um, <laughs> it's his first album, then. His better first I, album. Is that inaccurate? I'm pretty, pretty sure this is the one that does the best track. This is, is the one that, that does that the, the best. This is yeah. the one that does the best. Um, Everyone shouts about yeah. Podtoid, but this one gets the clicks. It do, it does get that. It's 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 a it's 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 all right. Um, you'd expect nothing less from somebody who's basically Undertale canon. That's that's oh, yeah. the gaming news that we need to lead off I, with today. Uh, yeah, we. I am jealous now. Like you know, we we had an argument on this very show once upon a time over who was gonna get to go on lovely smoochy friend platonic promise ring dates with Papyrus, and turns out you won, Jim. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to just bow down and accept your victory well, because it I'll... has now been made canon that that. <laughs> 
that you are the one that got noticed by Papyrus. Yeah, although, you know, all hope is not lost and faint heart now unfair Papyrus, because it is only acknowledged that I've been trying to date Papyrus. Uh, They have, I mean, officially that's a rebuke, because I'm also called weird. But for anyone who doesn't know, um, Undertale, of course, is coming to PS4 and I think PSVR as well. Um, but, it, but it's coming out console side and a trailer went up, an accolades trailer, um, mostly of all sorts of weird quotes that, that Toby Fox gathered from, from various people in the industry. And um, I, I got asked for permission to use that line um, that they use in the trailer about wanting to date Papyrus all of the time. And so I was quite amused by that and said, yeah, sure, use it. Um, but I didn't re- realise that in the trailer, the, the trailer would pause and Papyrus would interject and Papyrus interjects and says, this weird guy called Jim keeps trying to date me, uh, which <laughs> just, like, I, I, I woke up for God knows what reason at, like, three in the morning and saw some people talking about it and was like, what the fuck? Um, saw that saw the trailer and just my mind was blown and, and I was, yeah, yeah, totally weird. But obviously I'm going to play that to the hilt on Monday um, and, and not be anywhere near so um, fan, like fanboyish, humbly about it. Um, but it is a, just mind-blowing and, and touching because that is it, one of my favourite games of all time and to just have my favourite character in it notice me like just yeah, like, oh, even, he looked at even, me <laughs> even if he's not like me. even if he's not accepting your offer to date the fact that he noticed you means that you are a million miles closer to dating him than i am so you know it puts me will... in the same universe which helps yeah you are now like canon in his universe and you know he you know one of the endings he goes up to the the human surface world so you know it's, it's all good uh you know i pass the torch on to you jim Good luck in your quest okay. to, to date the Here's skeleton. The thing. Here's I the hope question, it's not a tiki torch. Here's the question, though, Jim. Yes. If Papyrus wanted to be monogamous, would you quit your uh, jumping jack flash parties to keep him happy? Oh, I mean, that's... You're it's a asking big ask, me to, isn't it? Yeah, you're asking me to choose between my skeleton and my god. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think faith wins every time. So, so that... But what really sucks is I bought a tiki torch as a prop in a video, and now I've got to fucking throw it in the trash. That's that's what I've gathered us here to talk about this week. Is the waste, the worst trip to Party City I've ever had. What was I talking? Oh yeah, I just wanted to listen to a, just a very quick denouncement, not announcement, just a quick denouncement, like very brief. Um, fuck Nazis. It's that simple, and uh, I just. Yeah. It's just can, can important I follow to put up out. with something? Oh, absolutely, go for it. Yeah. So here's like here's my important follow up. Fuck Nazis. That sounds like a fair and cogent argument. Yeah. Um, you got anything to I add to Gav, this, uh, Gav, Gav, what have you got to say about the alt right? Gav, Gav, do you, Gav, <laughs> do you denounce Gav? I, I, I must say, I was pretty surprised how controversial a thing it was for me to say on Twitter this week. Fuck Nazis. Yeah. It, it, I, I, yeah. it feels really weird to get a backlash yeah. for that. There it's was odd, once upon a time, like, an era where you could say, like, fuck Nazis, and that was, like, the safest political statement you could make once upon a time. Yeah, once upon a yeah. time, like, that, almost all of the time. <laughs> and, and when people almost, are, like... Like, my whole life until, like, now. 
people people then reply with you should stick to the songs and keep politics out of your and I'm, i feel like just posting my wolfenstein song and, and being like did you listen to the lyrics in this it's about right. that nazis fucking suck uh yeah <laughs> yeah like i you know? i get that shit like oh just stick to it well like everything sort of has politics in it mate yeah that, so... that song is not about bj blaskovitz it's about fucking nazis and how they yeah. suck so you know okay i'll stick to the music then like i can't <laughs> believe that that the new wolfenstein is being seen in some circles as controversial now like i yeah. saw people arguing about how you know we're shooting people for for exercising freedom of speech um but anyway that's the world we live in i didn't want to linger on it because obviously the, the whole charlottesville yeah, thing was shitty not. but but it just feels important to at least keep reinforcing the idea of fuck nazis um which is something that video games have done fuck nazis as in it's been fine like down with them not as in fuck them as in the way like yeah wants to fuck don't don't have sex don't have sex with nazis fuck fuck sexy skeletons in a good way fuck nazis in a bad way when gab says down with them he means tear them down not not one when Gav is trying to appeal to the youth demographic. Um, and he he says things like that. I've seen him. Um, and he also says things like, I'm going to bust a move. And he says it that awkwardly. I've seen him do it. I've seen him do I'm it. I'm going to bust a move. Hello, fellow youngsters. It's what he does uh, to yeah. remain cool. Watch me with... bust this move with my, uh, my bay, my diggity bay uh, chisel <laughs> manizzle. Oh, this feels like an appropriate time for us to move on to video games before we linger too it. deeply on this particular hole. So, um, yeah. Papyrus is in love with Jim. You definitely don't want to linger on a hole for too long. Oh, don't want to linger on holes. We, we've Especially some... if you're fucking a skeleton, that could get very painful. Oh yeah, it could. Uh, we have some weird news in gaming this week. There are some like weird bits of news. I'm trying to decide where's a good place to start on weird news. Uh, oh. You know how, like, exclusives in games are getting a little bit ridiculous? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got even more ridiculous this week. So, um, Destiny 2, that upcoming online shooty game. Oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw this yeah. shit. There is an exclusive, uh, I believe it's called a Sparrow, the sort of, like, vehicle mount thing that you can have in Destiny. There is an exclusive Sparrow for people who are Virgin Media broadband fibre customers in the UK. Oh, okay. I thought this was something else. Yeah. No, are you not saying what? One? The yeah, only thing be... <laughs> that could make this possibly more cringy is if they called it the Virgin Media Pack. Yeah. Oh, no, no. This this is just the, Virg- the Virgin Sparrow. Although I do like the idea of everyone like flying around on bikes with Virgin on them. In the game, they, they, I, I wish it was like that. They don't even have like gaudy advertising on them. They're just kind of red and white, which I guess are the colours of Virgin Media's branding. But it's like, yeah, not only do you have to have a very specific UK internet provider, you have to have their fibre broadband package as opposed to their like standard broadband package in order to get this vehicle in this game. That's just. And they say right? that they say that game companies need money, right? Like not only did we learn from via Super Bunny Hop recently that oh no, they got plenty I mean not that, you know, 
it should take much of a it should be a revelation because they all do it but oh look all the big game publishers have big fucking tax shelters right they're they're make they're squirreling plenty of cash away while with they've got their microtransactions their special editions their dlc while they're pulling shit like this while they've got virgin sparrows and and nathan drake with his fucking foot long at Subway with his taste for adventure. They don't Wasn't give me that shit. Wasn't Pop-Tarts or something like that? Uh, Definitely. He's getting Pop-Tarts as well, yeah. <laughs> Activision loves getting, all that. They're fucking like assault monster energy. Yeah, monster energy. It's getting energy drinks and Pop-Tarts and internet service provider brands. It's they such a weird thing it. to partner up with. Like, change your ISP that you're probably locked into a contract with to get this mount? It doesn't matter to the to the people at the top. It's just corporations spunking money into each other's faces. That's that's all it is. And it's grotesque that and everyone involved should be ashamed. Descriptor. Descriptor. <laughs> he sounded like a robot being, from the future. I'm being fucking Descriptor! possessed. By, I'm being possessed by Jesus. He's making me say scripture. Ah, that is another way to take it. Or combine the two, robot Jesus. I have to go and take my... You're halfway there, Gav. We just need tinfoil. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What other horrible things have happened in video uh, games? Other yeah, what what other shit happened, Laura? Yeah, like that sort of pause and like sigh that we all did before moving on, I think is like that sums up this week. Um, no Man's Sky finally has multiplayer kind of... So multiplayer was something. That oh was yeah, added to... <laughs> it does. Oh, in the same way Fable Two did. Well, no, no, Fable Two did it better because you could at least see another player when you joined up well, with them. Yeah. It's like I, the did, first did stage Laura, of Fable Two. Did both of the remaining players find each other yet? Uh, two players did find each other, kind of. So <laughs> here's here's the deal. Multiplayer was promised in No Man's Sky before it launched, and like it was pulled at such a late stage that if you got the collector's edition, there was a little sticker that if you removed it, the box said multiplayer on it under the sticker. Uh, <laughs> and it got added in the newest patch. They added kind of multiplayer. If you go to the same place where another player is and, you know, activate multiplayer, you will see not a person, but a sort of glowing bluish orb floating yeah. in space and you can do local voice chat what you'd with those see in people Fable too what the yeah fuck? you can do you can do local voice chat with those people but you can't see any of the changes they make so if they like mine a big hole in the floor that hole won't be there for you <laughs> that orb will just sink into the floor because they dug a hole so, and went down the wow. hole so here's what they did right when the game came out they covered up the multiplayer feature with a sticker and now Ages later, they've added in multiplayer as basically a sticker. They've just stuck it on to cover up the lack of multiplayer. That's, this game will... I was going to say never stop giving. It, it'll you know, never stop not the, giving. It's, a, it's an interesting one because I saw an IGN journalist this week who was like really angry over people shitting on this update, saying... He used that word that gamers love so much. He said, you're so entitled. And I was like, oh, you yeah, know, right. yeah. I kind of differ from that. I don't think it's particularly entitled to expect the thing you were advertised when you pay 60 quid for it. 
And well, I, 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 yeah. I don't think it, it's wrong to be upset when, when it's not what they blatantly advertised it as. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I see this pop up a lot on, um, like, Game Journal Twitter. Um, it comes up, well, not, not so much now, but, but in the months yeah. after No Man's Sky, it came up a lot, this argument over whether or not there were lies and, and mysteries and misrepresentations beforehand. And I, to me, I never got how it was still a debate because all of the stuff is out there. All of yeah. the evidence is there. Uh, I did a, you know, not an angry one, not a ranty one, not an entitled one. I did a very, what I thought was was a, a calm, reasonable Jimquisition um, close to when it came out, just looking at exactly what was said and exactly what's in the game. And the two things are different. They are just factually different. It's not a debate that, if not lies, misrepresentations and exaggerations were shared about No Man's Sky officially. And via... also trailers that were nothing like the game. Like gameplay, game footage, this is what the game yeah. looks like. Look at us playing it. That looks yeah. nothing like the game. Like from the horse's mouth, things and were said tr- that turned out not to be true. It's it's a fact. It's not a, a debate. Mm. It's not an opinion. Because the evidence, you can see it on video and his own mouth saying it. Like it's it's an actual mm. fact. And that... That, that word entitlement, some, there are certainly occasions when in which us as fans, we do get a little carried away. And I think we oh, do yeah, feel yeah. entitled to things we're not entitled to. But I think it's a different situation when it's something that was blatantly advertised to be something it wasn't. Well, I, I feel like... That but, argument with, with them using it with No Man's Sky is exactly why that word is so pointless now. And why you can't even use it in, like, in a correct sense or what, you know... In, in a sense you can back up yeah. without it sort of setting off an alarm in people's brains. Yeah. Like that word has just been torn down because it's been used Thanks, as, Colin. as a go-to. Look what you did, Colin. <laughs> so. <laughs> By the way, know. it wasn't Colin who said it this time. I'm just having a friendly dig at Colin for uh, the Mass Effect entitled thing. Friendly digs, no animosity here before anyone wants to start drama. Sweating over here. Uh, you bring it on okay. yourself. You the discussion your... about no you man's sky me. is difficult anyway because he blames on... me, everyone, listeners, <laughs> for the shit he gets in his mentions, and he brings it on himself. Ex- except when I'm yeah. scoring game reviews, then I do bring it on him. But it, it, sh- it gets lost in the crowd. Yeah, no, no Man's Sky, whether the things that happened there were lies or not, is a difficult question, obviously. But, like, I no, I've answered it. Well, some people say, like, there's a lot of people who will argue either side. Like, my view of it is that, like, honestly, I think Sean Murray fell into a very Peter Moller new hole of hyping things before they were ready. And... Oh, we cannot, yeah, yeah, there's a yeah. debate to be made of intent. Mm. Yeah, I think that like he he did the Molyneux thing of his intent was to hype up things that he genuinely believed would be in the game. The problem comes from the fact that when those features turned out to be non-feasible, he either didn't acknowledge or downplayed the fact that those features weren't in there rather than saying, look, sorry, I hyped up a feature and it's not in the game. Mm. Yeah, I mean, at, at the very least, the... there was no owning up to it. And also, I mean, this conversation's hard anyway to even talk about because of the amount of abuse they got that wasn't warranted. That, you True. know, it, 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 it's hard to discuss this even without almost unwittingly becoming part of a mob, <laughs> you know, but 
it's the truth that it was completely blatantly falsely advertised and and more so i think than any game maybe ever you know and, and i would, would still have been... put colonial marines in front of it personally but i also realize i'm biased okay. there because of just personal attachment yeah as much as Alien Covenant tried to destroy my personal attachment to <laughs> to aliens as a thing, ah, uh, you've got isolation. There was there was one good aliens thing came out in the last few years. Yeah, very disappointing about the Blancamp movie though. Very yeah. disappointing. I was looking forward to that. Like even even with it, you know, priming to wipe Alien Three from canon so that they can get fucking Newt back. Um, not that I got a problem with Newt as a character. I just thought what Alien Three did like took a lot of nerve, so I was I was impressed by that, and I thought walking it back was a bit meh. But um, you know, even though the Blomp Gang, uh, Blomp, the 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 Blob Gang film was going to um, wipe that out of canon, like I I was still looking forward to it because it seemed like they really knew what they were doing mm. with it. And and instead, Ridley Scott was like, "I want another turn to to George Lucas the shit out of this," and that he did. <laughs> uh, do, do do we want more news stories about potentially untrue or like dodgy things about games? Because we've got we've got our fair sh- more than our fair share of them today. Um, yeah, we I mean, do actually. Uh, yeah. I know the Tokyo Forty Two stuff was uh, uh, a, a wicked yeah. web. That that was a big old mess. Are you aware of this one, Gab? The Tokyo Forty Two stuff that happened. No, is this a a game or a developer or? A uh, it's it's a game. So okay. the the short version is there is a game that like it's called Tokyo Forty Two. It's an isometric, very sort of neon colors game, and it's from an indie studio, but one of those like bigger indie studios that doesn't really struggle to get press, okay. and from. <sighs> A big thing blew up this week where basically the developers set up a fake Twitter account and accused themselves of ripping off an 80s Commodore 64 game and got like got some people to make... Uh, I think it was the people that made Shower With Your Dad Simulator to make a fake video for this Commodore 64 game that they'd allegedly ripped off and they started contacting press outlets being like look, I've just discovered this Tokyo 42 game exists and it ripped off my game from the 80s. Here's the footage of it. And it was this whole big thing in that it looked pretty clearly like a lie, but it kind of wasted Jerno's days considerably because we had to do the legwork to prove that that was the case. Did any of you fall for it and publish the story? No, no one fell oh. for the story. There were places that reported on it in terms of like, hey, we think this is probably a lie, but just in case, here's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing that like really rubbed me up the wrong way about this one is um, the first outlet I think that covered it and that called it out as a lie was PC Games N. And the developers then sent out a press release to all of the other press in which they specifically call out PC Games N's coverage as incorrect, inaccurate, a lie. They, and they link to it and they like, is... they throw an outlet under the bus and say, look at this outlet being so incorrect. Here's the real fact. This is why you should be reporting on our side, not, you know, doing incorrect fake reporting like this site when yeah, they knew that's, full that's, well that's, that's that that taking site the had viral been attempt. That's taking the viral attempt a little too far. Yeah. yeah like, I like, could that, see that, what they were going, to be... unt- going for up, up until that point. 
That's it's Kojima, but reckless. Like it, it's yeah. all the subtlety of a Kojima gotcha because we all know one's coming and we all know it's Kojima when it happens and we all <laughs> pretend to be surprised. Except he's never been malicious with it. This has like a yeah. tinge of malice to it, and especially you know during fucking a, a time like this with with hate mobs fucking round every corner for you, like trying to corral one for for fake fun is. What message? That sends such the the wrong message. It's certainly a regrettable word indeed. It's yeah. I mean, it, cool art it, style is, though. Yeah, it it does look really cool. It's it's a cool looking game, but it's a game. But like, I really just don't feel like giving the game any coverage now because I'm like, mm. I'm, I I got it up until that point. But the point that they sent out a press release trying to throw an outlet under the bus. So when here, when all of the outlets question. have basically had to spend time researching it that day to be like, we think this is bullshit, but we need to take time out of our day to In, make sure it's bullshit. Now it's like, oh, fuck how. Off. How did this go down with uh, the general gamer public? Did they think it was funny that they were trolling uh, journals? Or was it more uh, kind of like, this is stupid? It was kind of just a thing a lot of people were looking at from the outside very nonplus. They were like, is this a thing? What's going on? Yeah, that was a lot of the reaction like that I've seen is just very little opinion. It's just, yeah, it's like, oh, oh, it's a bit oh you, you did that, I guess. If yeah. it's not your job to prove or disprove the allegations being made you can kind of just go um that's a thing we'll you know we'll see but for those of us that had to prove or disprove it it's like don't don't make us spend our day disproving your bullshit and then when someone calls you out on your bullshit try and throw them under the bus that's yeah that's well, not this, good this this is uh reminiscent of of what made me walk out of well not I, I walked out because they didn't give me any fucking water. But what made me so fucking angry about that Microsoft press conference, the one that I attended, the one that, you know, famously kickstarted the Junquisition, that the reason that the whole, that, you know, I even have the web series I have, that this podcast even exists, is because I was I felt played by a, uh, like, a fucking game company as a reporter, as a media person, as someone there to do coverage, being used as part of an advertisement. And I felt so fucking insulted by that. I went off on one. And seeing that with this, it's not quite as galling as that situation, um, especially because this one didn't require people to be dehydrated. But it's still that same insulting, just, just use of someone else's job for advertising. And, and it's... Not the height of cynicism, but it's in the pantheon of gods of cynicism. Uh, and and really hammers home a lot of what we've talked about in previous weeks about de developers lying and publishers lying. And when is that acceptable? And, and, and what happens when someone in the industry proves they're willing to say anything for attention, anything to you know, keep a reveal to themselves, anything and I think, to, yeah. to get what they want. I think it is something that's possible to do to like put out a fake story. If, if, if you're very witty and funny about it. And if, if Hell, you do it, Devolver like, Digital have a fake CFO. Yes. They have a, a fake executive. They're, they're, for example, exactly. Their EA, our E3 conference was a perfect example of, in my opinion, how to do Oh that yeah, that too. Bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they do that. They have the Fork Parker character, and yeah. 
and they talk <laughs> such <laughs> bollocks that, yeah. that it's fun and gets good positive attention. Well, this this is the thing for me is that like I've been saying this for a while. Is the more that we let lies slip past because PR said them and it was just to build hype, the more things like this are going to happen because. You start with, oh, my game's not going to be at this event. Oh, it was there. It was a happy surprise after I lied to you. And you move up to things like this where a journalism outlet actively calls you out on a lie and you try and throw them under the bus Mm -hmm. as part of trying to continue your lie to get yourself coverage. Yeah. And and in general... In yeah. general, people don't like being tricked, for, especially for no good reason. Kojima yeah. gets away with his tricks because, A, it's Kojima. We know their tricks. He telegraphs them like hell. And, B, the well, tricks well also, are for his, a nice surprise. In, in the game designed to entertain you. <laughs> yeah, like like everything about the way he does business is is to build up hype within itself. It's not at anyone's expense. He's not maliciously tricking people, and that's why people don't feel tricked by Kojima. Well, um, uh, yeah. some people who finished Metal Gear Solid Five might disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's if we're talking about narrative twists and, and, and yeah. other things like that. No, um, I'm, I'm I'm kidding. I'm, ki- I'm totally kidding. Yeah. I'm, I'm more talking about his PR style of, of very obviously leading people on, and we all know it, and we're all kind of in on it, and. And and no one feels, you know, misled. Yeah. In general, people don't like it when when you're just straight up lying for no reason, with no yeah. payoff. What was the payoff for this? It was nothing except hopeful attention well, for Tokyo we, we 42. There's no payoff podcast. for the people being tricked. We discussed it, which we'd never have done if they hadn't done it, so... Well, that's no. What I'm talking about is is the what's payoff. the payoff for the general public? That's yeah. like the general public will let you trick them if there's something in it for them. This mm. was, oh, this only benefited them. And I no, it works. I'm not saying it doesn't work, but yeah. I'm saying it's not good attention, and not all publicity is good publicity. I've I've talked about that at length, um, especially as it pertains to the game industry. If it did, digital homicide would be in business. So, I I I. I think this is a case of, of Do you think lying it's for lying's sake. That they, this is a very cynical way of looking at it, but do you think it's possible they wanted to somewhat exploit the current kind of sketchy relationship between games press and, and, and games consumers after like the whole donkey video a couple of weeks ago and stuff? I mean, I... Just the way they threw a, a, another outlet under the oh ominous thunder for me in the background. Um, nice. The way they threw an outlet under the bus and, and linked to someone's article and tried to incite that that going on. Um, I wouldn't put it past them. Like that's what happens when you do something like this. People in the game industry, I stop being able to put anything past you. So sure, it's plausible. There we go. There we go. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> My my uh, while while recording this, my uh, internet has slightly blown up. I apologise oh, if dear. I've been slightly distracted today. This is the problem with posting a you highly get, contentious thing. Like you need two to get Virgin, before. Laura. Then uh, then you then you get I've, super fast internet and a special bike in Destiny. I, I I have the kind of internet that will get me the special bike in Destiny already. But what are they called bes- again? Sparrows. Uh, sparrows. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's sparrows. Virgin sparrows. Um, 
Yeah, I, 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 I believe I'm eligible for a Virgin Sparrow. Virgin um, Sparrows. It sounds like sounds like some kind of nineteen eighties um, soap opera drama from from like set in like a farm in England. The Virgin Sparrows. It <laughs> um, it's all about the Virgin Sparrow spreading her wings and all yeah. that symbolic guff. <laughs> yeah. uh, God, I can other... even hear the elevator music for the soundtrack. <laughs> all right. Did you see what young Lucy was doing down the pub the other night? <laughs> The, the only Ooh, other bit of uh, weirdish news we got this week is uh, Sonic Mania came out th- uh, this week, and I, I suspect a couple of us will have thoughts to share on it in a second. But there is an yep. interesting bit of news. Uh, if you it's got good. the game, <laughs> oh, it is good. That is interesting, Shocking unexpected news. news. Uh, if you got the game on Switch, the control sticks and the like, the buttons for gameplay work fine. But when you're playing, the power button, capture button, and home button. At best, have a three to four second delay, and at worst, don't work at all. Oh dear. It's really weird. On the Switch, the system level buttons don't work properly when playing Sonic Mania, which is a shame because that seems like the perfect system to play it on because it's portable and it's a Sonic game. The specificity of that whole situation, like, is. I I don't know how to do that. Yeah, like there's got to be something about the way the Switch operates that that does that. Like, I'm not saying anything bad about the Switch. I'm just saying there must be some peculiarity that yeah. that developers are going to have to be aware of because that is so that is such an odd thing. It's the first game on Switch I've come across with this issue. It's clearly yeah. not common. Yeah, I've never seen a, it. It's a thing that exists, which is weird. Like, it doesn't make the game unplayable. You can still, you know, run around and jump totally un- unaffected you yeah, might just I, I like struggle to switch. take a screenshot i played it on the switch and it was fine yeah i was it, going i was all like i'm going to wait for the pc version but and then, then it got like, delayed it's a yeah. fucking mega drive game exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't need ambient occlusion in it was Sonic like it was mania. like three me- three megabytes on the, the yeah. to have to download <laughs> It, it is a bit like, weird. Even consoles can download this thing yeah. in under an hour. <gasps> oh, my Switch downloaded it in like, I don't know. Because I, I remember looking at it and going, okay, I'll just leave that for a few hours while it downloads. And I look back in maybe like 20 minutes and it was fully there. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Is <laughs> now probably a good time for us to move on to what we've been playing and to talk a bit about Sonic Mania? Because it's pretty damn yeah. good. good yeah, one. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I might disappear at some point because, as I say, thunder's going, and that means in Mississippi my internet just disappears. Uh, but I, I oh. hopefully I'll be fine. Fingers crossed. It um, it reminded me of all the things I used to love and hate about old games. <laughs> like yeah, the colors and the level designs are so fantastic, and it just reminded me of that moment in old games for like no skill having motherfuckers like myself who and uh, you will both know the moment it's when you get to those bricks in the water in the chemical plant that are moving back and forth and you have to be patient and jump from brick to brick to get up and i kept falling these down days, into the water and these days i'm fine with them <laughs> these days i'm okay with them just because i never stopped playing sonic 2 yeah. Um, so, so like, you know, even well into adulthood, um, every, every generation, Sega's put out some fucking Sonic collection and I've always picked them up. Um, so mm-hmm. I never stopped playing Sonic 2. So like 
I was, you know, these days though those bricks Whereas, uh, are not I, an issue. I know they're coming, but as a kid, oh my god, I, I haven't was played drowning. Sonic Two in like twenty years. So. Yeah. Oh no, I would imagine <laughs> that like, bit like, was fucking. I went from seven lives to to game over <laughs> in the space of a minute. You know, I was. It was like this is this is why I'm so glad games nowadays cater to no skill having motherfuckers like me. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the new bosses threw me. Um, some of them I didn't. I weren't. I wasn't too keen on. Um, yeah. uh, there's a little bit of w- what I would consider over design going on, but for the yeah. most part, Sonic Mania is pretty. Like they do what I've been begging Sonic Team to do, and what it took mm-hmm. these, you know, independent developers um, being given a chance to do. Just keep it simple, yeah. like that. That's why Mario has endured. Well, it, even as a 3D series, it's endured because even when they shifted to 3D, they didn't go too over complex they didn't bog it down with lore and a bunch of characters and weird gameplay gimmicks all the time like they just add new little things here and there onto a a pretty stable framework Uh, and and going back to this and making a game that is way more sonic 4 than sonic 4 was um i hope they do more of it like that's sega's big problem is they never stay still and, and refine anything like literally, I for me the biggest criticism I could throw at it, um, apart from being too hard for no skill having motherfuckers, is that <laughs> it's maybe a little too similar to Sonic Two. It's like sometimes it's like exactly the same, and 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 but you know I haven't played it in twenty years, so it does still feel all fresh. And have they reworked the music because the music sounded fantastic? Or yes, maybe it was just because yes. I was always playing it on shitty little TVs back in the day, but it was so no, good to hear that music all cool in the headphones. Every, every zone gets two different versions of a track. Yeah. And both of them are new. Um, and then yeah, really, some really wonderful. interesting mixes of, of old ones. <laughs> so good. Uh, my, my wife is a, a huge fan of Oil Ocean Zone. She always loved that music. And yeah. it's not really, it's not a level many people, I guess, would consider a big classic. It's not a big famous one. So, and, and I noticed that with a couple of these Sonic Mania levels, it must have just been personal favourites of the people working on them because it wasn't a selection. You, like, you obviously expect Chemical Plant and Green Hill mm. um, or Emerald Hill, what, whichever one you feel like. Um, you always expect those, but you don't expect, um, you know, Hydro City Zone or... Uh, oil ocean zone uh, and both the remixes of oil ocean zone were, were really good uh, and the love, original music love, as well fantastic i love how fucking dark and cyberpunk some of the levels are in sonic you know I, I, when i was small i just thought they were cool looking but it only just occurred to me now they look real dingy and like often the, you can see these like really cool cyberpunk skyscrapers off in the background in the casino zone and mm-hmm. it's really really like really nicely designed well, there was always this subtle environmentalist thing going on with yeah. you know, robotic trapping um, animals in yeah. robots and, and industrializing everything. Basically, you know, saramanning up the joint. Um, so there was always that Goddamn that liberal there. art students. <laughs> um, so Trying yeah, to yeah. push their was... environmentalist um, agenda onto my Sonic. <laughs> uh, but, the, but... You know, the, the, the people working on this uh, obviously had experience with fan modding and everything, so really understood that design. So the new stuff, you can kind of tell it's new just because there's a lot more uh, toys going on in it. 
although they add some interesting visual and gameplay gimmicks to the old stuff too. Um, but there just seems to be that extra little detail in the new ones. But otherwise, indistinguishable. Like it just, it all feels like it, it's the same game. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't feel think... weird to go from Chemical Plant to a new, you know, an all new level because the way they made that campaign work, it, it doesn't play like a weird hodgepodge. It, it, it's a proper campaign. Did you two see the option to simulate the look of an old shit TV? Oh, I see that a lot in the visual uh, options menu. It's in a lot of games, uh, a lot of retro games, especially collections, um, various different CRT methods. Like I always turn them on for like three or four seconds, and then and then think that's (laughs) enough of that. (laughs) Yeah, there's a reason we we, we're in HD now. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a cool little touch, though. I I had never seen that before, so I didn't know it was a thing that existed. Okay, so it's up to the people without a full-time job to chat amongst themselves for a bit because we are not salarymen. Um, I've been playing a lot of... Oh, Yakuza 0, not the other one, because I don't know what's embargoed and what's not. So I've been playing a lot of Yakuza 0 and Yakuza-themed games. So a lot of terms like salaryman are are in my head. Um, (laughs) Salaryman. Yeah. Wage slave. (laughs) That that would be uh, a more familiar version, um, but but yeah yeah uh, I need to do a jimquisition about Yakuza's design because that to me is just a beautiful. In, in, when we talk about environmental design, that's mm. how you do it. That is packed. I have to go back and play that game. You know, it 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 came out it it came out when the the huge big like explosion of great games came out at the start of yeah. the year, and I tried it and I liked it, but for some reason I just. I think was I still playing Horizon as well or something? I don't know. It just kind of got lost in all of the. I think it was around shit. that time. Yeah, yeah. So, so towards the beginning, um, they got uh, the remake of the original coming out at the end of this month. Yeah. Um, so it's a big But yeah, you're going. Um, but you're going to talk about the environment, which which I also agree was really well done. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'll take that over a, a million open worlds. Um, yeah. But uh, I was going to ask what. If there's anything in particular outside of Mania that you've played this week. Uh, I tried Hellblade. Yeah? What did you reckon Um, on that? Okay, so... Objectively, brilliant game. Mm -hmm. Really, really, really well done. I thought the... The the amount of empathy it made you feel for someone suffering that was incredibly done. And it's something I'm not... Myself haven't gone through, but people know I've had a brother who went through it. And it was honestly too much for me at points. I I haven't finished it and I don't think I will for a while just because like it's one of those games that for for me, I would have to play in a a very emotionally stable condition. (laughs) Otherwise, it's going to take me to to like some dark places, you know, and and I think that's about the game, you know, it's. It's there uh, there is there's there's a sincerity to it, which which only makes it darker. Because, yeah. like, they're not doing the tacky, you know, Hollywood schizophrenic thing. No, um, not at all. You know, I I can't claim to understand what it's like to have psychosis. I don't think anyone who doesn't could. Yeah. Um, but I've seen you know video projects and film projects made by people who do yeah. to try and audio visually uh, present like like how it feels as close as it can. And Hellblade clearly 
has been taking cues from that that style because the the way those voices work is exactly how I've seen it um, represented in media produced by actual you know people with psychosis yeah. uh, and, and and similar issues. So yeah, the authenticity of it is is particularly chilling. Um, but yeah. again, not it, it feels tastefully done to me. Um, but again, you know, I, I can only speak as someone who who doesn't have that particular um, yeah. issue to deal with, so I can only and, speak so far. And I think uh, with the nature of the story as well, even without, even if it didn't have the psychosis element, it's still a pretty dark and harrowing story it, 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 that, that had yes. been told. And for me, it was just with the way everything is and the world is now and I was just, you know what, I'm going to come back to this later when I'm in a better It's place. like, yeah, like, like even, <laughs> you know? even Game of Thrones has Tyrion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no relief from, from any of it in that. Yeah. It is just pure oppression. And get, um, Game of Thrones has, like, Hot Pie and Sam and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's... But, but brilliantly done, Anna. If you're oh, someone yeah. who is, is strong of mind, it's certainly a game I would... Uh, recommend you play and if you're someone who's who's maybe quite vulnerable emotionally i would say i would still recommend it but just look after yourself <laughs> you know it's very tough yeah, going and i mean yeah, that as carefully. a compliment you know yeah that's that's the thing it's just it's very effective at what it does it's just what it does um is you know there, there are certain movies and things that I struggle to watch because of certain themes they deal with uh, yeah. in a similar way. Um, and, and it's nothing about the media itself. It's oh, yeah. just sometimes like, something is a little too good at what it does. Like Requiem for a Dream, the best movie I'll never watch again. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> you know? I have the exact same opinion. Uh, yeah. That's I think that's one of the first movies I ever applied the term. I'm glad I watched it once, but I'll never watch never it again, again. too. Yeah, <laughs> um, that, that, that I said that about uh, that, that that phrase because yeah, I'm so glad to have seen it once, but I will yeah. never see it again. In uh, in Bruges, I, I, is, is I haven't got enough. In Bruges, I could watch again. I've I've only seen it. I once, could watch it I up until like the last people. fifteen minutes again. <laughs> it's a, it, yeah, it's a brutal brutal uh, uh mm. film in its own way uh mm. ray fines is incredible in it he is, yeah. um i highly recommend people look up the the scenes of his that were cut um oh, yeah. they're yeah they're, they're quite something um ray fines is good oh, he's brilliant. But, you're yeah. an inanimate object <laughs> i like i like the scene where brendan Lee's like you're a cunt you've always been a cunt and you'll always be a cunt <laughs> Anyway, we're getting off topic like without Laura less, to, to yeah. us in. <laughs> I just like the bit where Ray finds asked if he'd done a poo or a wee. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, what, how do we, we go about Oh, Hellblade. Yeah. Hellblade, uh, yes. Me mechanically, really well done. I like the combat. Thought that I, I was worried because the FOV was so tight. I was like, I'm going to hate this. But actually, they handled it pretty well because it's pretty slow. So it didn't matter all that much. Uh, wasn't keen on the mm -hmm. having to go through all the doors over and over again, but I'm hoping that isn't a thing that continues for the whole game. It 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 varies up as like the further you go, there's yeah. still some, but but because I was the same way. I'm like, well, so far this is walk, fight, puzzle, puzzle, fight, walk. Like it's yeah. three of the same thing, and yeah. it's not changing anything up. But you cross a threshold, and then you're like, oh, okay, now. Now this has got a bit of a sprawl to it. Now they're trying some different things. Yeah. So yeah, they 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 pepper that in 
um, slowly. It's a slow grind, but unlike some games where it's like, I'll play it for 30 hours and then it gets good, at least this starts promising yeah. and <laughs> enthralling. Uh, it, it's not like shit for four hours and then good for the back half. This is, it I'm, just sort of escalates. And really good production value for for what is essentially a mid-tier game. It, it at times felt AAA, you know, it really... Yeah, I mean... Aside from some clipping issues, uh, particularly in cutscenes, um, mm. there there's a there, there are some you know things you can see where you're like, oh, that's not got the AAA polish to it. Yeah. But for the budget they had, um, and a- this is why I loved the whole idea of Hellblade is yeah. just that that mid tier what what they're calling indie AAA, what some people are calling double A. Uh, I just say get get the <laughs> A's a. out of it. Um, double A is cute, uh, my, but my that brass size. <laughs> <laughs> that that mid tier game is, um, you know, something that that died when publishers were like, everything's got to be some huge budget gamble or a tiny indie yeah. thing. Uh, so I, I want to see more well. studios. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I, I really do hope it does well because it's. There aren't enough games that tell stories like this, you know? No. And I'm not just talking about stories about, like, mental health or psychosis, but in uh, there aren't enough games that tell stories in such a deeply personal and, and, and cool way. Oh, and it was it was really nice to see all the, like, Irish-Celtic mythology in there, mixed, mm-hmm. with, all, yeah, mixed with all the Viking mythology and stuff. It was That was really cool. They go deep but, uh, in the mythology of stuff. Like, it's yeah. not just the surface-level stuff. Like, you'll hear Odin said a few times, but they, yeah. they go... Like into it, yeah. um, if you find the little lore stones and everything. So yeah, very well researched very and cool. everything. Um, but the fact that it's uh, Ninja Theory as well, a company mm. that's just had like like clearly a ton of talent, but really bad luck. Um, mm. I want more studios that are like that to be able to find some way of breaking away uh, from the the AAA machine. And doing yeah. that, if Hellblade is a success, uh, then my hope is it opens the door to more more companies that have had, you know, great talent, really promising games, but mm-hmm. maybe you know something was sanitized by the publisher or it just didn't sell well. It didn't perform. Or to, they were forced you know, to make it an, an open world game. <laughs> yeah, they they're, they're stuck doing open worlds. Yeah. Um, just hopefully, hopefully we can see some of these these studios do this and maybe you know be able to keep business models going that don't require them to be swallowed up by by big publishers and stuff because yeah. you know i'd love to see visceral go back to doing horror games at this level but you know because now they're deep in the mire unless in, as individuals they get out yeah yeah so yeah. so that's a shame but uh i played agents of mayhem talking about open worlds oh, yeah, um, i watched um Watched a couple of videos about that. It looked all right. I mean, that's pretty much what is it, it is. It's it's is inoffensive. It like Saints Row it's, light or it's not Saints Row. It's more like Crackdown light. It's okay. it's a low rank Crackdown. Um, you can choose between a whole bunch of different super agents. Though you can have you can bring three of them with you, and you've got to switch between them. Um, and they all do like triple jumps, and some of them can climb walls or boost in air. You know, they got the various crackdown-ish mobility. Not mm-hmm. quite as, because you can't really upgrade to leap buildings and stuff. But they make up for that with vehicles that are, you know, 
tricked out like super agent stuff with Booster yeah. and whatnot. Um, the characters are all they all adhere to the same basic rule set, but all their different abilities and everything are quite varied. And and okay. and the gameplay is you know fun enough. It's did I, did it's I very playable. You can change characters it's a very playable on, on the fly. Game. Um, if, between the three you cycle, yeah. Between That's... the three you choose to bring out, if you oh, want to, okay, okay. yeah, if you want to pick from the larger roster, you've got to go back to the main hub and then choose another party of three. And does it does it have three player co op as well, or is it that just? I've not looked into any potential online okay. stuff. I'd heard it didn't have co op. Um, like I only I had to buy this one. Um, so you know I, I've I'm I'm getting it at the same time as everyone else. So I I. I haven't dipped into any of, of those features yet, but as near as I can tell, there doesn't seem to be. It's interesting to me that they let you switch on the fly rather than having just the team of three with two bots well, following you around. I've not seen that before myself. I, I don't know how much of this game is choice or necessity. Yeah. <laughs> because it feels every inch like a game that is not what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Like, it feels like, this has been scaled down, I can tell. It's in things like, you know, when you expect characters to have varied interactions depending on who you pick and they don't. And, yeah. you know, they're not interacting at all. Uh, and, and various sort of things in the world that are unfinished. Uh, like there's um, like water effects. If you walk in water, the water stays perfectly still. But between your feet and the water, they just add this really bad looking splash um, animation that just looks so cut and paste mm. uh, and, and very, there's a big reflective orb as a landmark in the city, but the reflection in it is barely moving and so low res that it looks awful. And you think why bother making it reflective if it can't reflect? Mm. Um, and it's stuff like that. Just enough of these things that make me feel like Little something's corners. missing here. It's like, it's not like the game feels hollow. It's not like there's no content. It's just, their aspirations could not have been this and certainly not coming from volition like this is not this is not volition scale destruction this is not volition scale mayhem this is not what quite what they do this is what they do but but smaller and and a lot more or or rather well a lot less it's what they do but less uh and yeah, it's it, it's almost following what they were doing with Saints Row Four because that one had that one was very crackdownish, and it seems yeah. they really liked that. So they took out even more of the GTA and put in even more of the crackdown to make mayhem, mm -hmm. and and the result is a perfectly passable game. You know, when I say it's playable, um, uh, it, it's you know in the same way that you'd call a film watchable. That's how I mean that. It's just you know, yeah, yeah. It's I can put that in and. <laughs> happily spend a whole day on it but mm. there are better things i could be doing uh, and that's what it comes down to it's 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 relatively fun to try out all the new characters and i'm impressed with the variety they've got but you know as soon as crackdown 3's out forget about it provided crackdown 3 is good i mean some of the yeah, videos yeah. i've seen of that have been pretty worrying <laughs> that's true and then i wasn't fond of crackdown too i thought that was incredibly uh slapdash yeah. but um you know i mean it, even even just there are a lot of other open world games with a lot of weird powers and skills and things you can do yeah uh, that this game just 
in in the way it is, it's just, or... yeah, yeah, right. it's. It's it's nice to see a lot of purple in a game though. I, I I love being in games that feel like they were designed by the Decepticons. <laughs> so much like shades of like purple everywhere. Yeah, Volition love their purple. They mm-hmm. they do like their purple. And that there is there is some 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 of that shared world stuff that they like to do as well. Mm-hmm. Um but I think I think the people who are most disappointed because I don't necessarily agree with some of the the reviews it's been getting. Not that I I think they're wrong to have the opinions, but you know I just it, I don't share the opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder how many people went into this expecting um, a real Saints Row spiritual successor, because you know I I wasn't ex- I was bracing myself for not that, and came away thinking yeah, this isn't as bad as it could be. This isn't as bad as as the initial criticism that I was hearing braced me for. Um, so I got better than i expected uh, but still not as good as 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 volition's past stuff yeah. i think that's the 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 situation but you know i'm working on it for a review and that'll come and everything um and unless there's anything else i think we're good so it's time to wrap up uh, i will ask gav who is a bit of a musician where people can hear the bits of music what he does Miracle of Sound on YouTube, Miracle of Sound on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Bandcamp, and of course, Patreon, which pays the bills. And follow me on Twitter. Excellent. Okie dokie. And you can, of course, check out Laura's work at Kotaku UK, kotaku.co.uk. And as for me, uh, well, I mean, if you're listening to this, there is at least a 70% chance you know about my work. Um, So thank you for supporting that. And thank you for your support as usual. Uh, and and all of that so we'll see you next week goodbye bye